Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Happy Thanksgiving! What a joy it is to be a mom during the holiday seasons. We have all these opportunities to create memories that will fill the hearts and minds of our children for years to come. Joining me today to talk about how to create a meaningful Thanksgiving are two of my dear friends, Michelle Akrami and Heidi Ullman. Michelle has five children between the ages of four and 10, and Heidi has three children, ages 13, 18, and 20. Both of these ladies demonstrate hearts of gratitude that shape the cultures of their families, and I know you'll enjoy your time with them today. Well, thank you guys so much both for being here today. Thank you, Michelle, for coming back again. Thanks for having me again. It's going to be so fun. And thank you, Heidi, for joining us. I'm so glad you can be here. I'm really happy to be here. Good. We're going to have a great time talking. And how much fun to get to talk about Thanksgiving. It's such a wonderful holiday, and I just so look forward to it. But one of the things I've been thinking about is that every time we have any kind of a holiday, any year, there are always stressors that can just try to suck the joy out of everything that you hoped that the holiday would be. And I think Mm -hmm. as a mom, we have a chance to be able to go in prepared Mm -hmm. to fight for what we want, to set a vision for what we want for the holiday Mm -hmm. season, and to also fight to make that actually happen. So guys, this is like the weirdest Thanksgiving ever, because especially where we are in Southern California, we are coming like, I don't know if it's coming off of COVID or like in the middle of COVID. I don't even know where we are right now in this. Um, I know the whole world and nation isn't quite as much or it may be a little bit different but for us for sure it's just unique so i'm curious what do you guys think some of the stressors are or the we'll call them thieves like thieves of joy Mm. that we're up Mm -hmm. against this thanksgiving uniquely so you want to start us off michelle Mm, sure i think i mean two words come to mind for me personally um comparison Mm. um is one And um, I think with comparison, I remember there's a quote that says, comparison is the thief of joy. And anytime I find myself comparing, I'm going to feel like I'm not doing a good enough job, you know? And that goes hand in hand with my other word, perfectionism, you know? And I think Mm. just really embracing that this this year has been anything but that in a lot of ways and just really seeking being together, you know, and just being present together. Um, because that's what it comes down to this year, especially, you yeah. know, is just mm-hmm. being together as family and close friends. Yeah. You know? And I think with that too, it's funny because normally when I think of comparison, I think about comparing myself to others. Like when I am on Instagram and I see what someone else did with their kids for Thanksgiving, yes. I'm like, well, they did a better craft than us, or they made a better dessert meal together and they were all smiling <laughs> while they were making it or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this year, yes. even not comparing other past Thanksgivings to this Thanksgiving. Mm, That's a really mm, good thought because this year's may look different Mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. Definitely. And there's beauty in that, right? Right. If you see it. If you choose it. Yeah, if you choose that. Yeah. Yeah. And being aware of it ahead of time, I think can help with that. Absolutely. What do you think, Heidi, are some of maybe those thieves of joy that we can be on the lookout for? I think this year in particular, a thief of joy would be worry Mm -hmm. um, because we're so worried about 
you know, friends and family members who might be ill or vulnerable to COVID and and things going on. And, um, but really just, you know, like having those, having those concerns of, um, I don't know, just not sure of what the future holds, Mm -hmm. but really just, if we just take the time to like step back from the worry and look at the things that are consistent, um, an example of that would be the blue sky, regardless of the clouds that are above us or the smoke in the case of, you know, months past of, or weeks past of having, um, (laughs) of having a fly joining us in our conversation Uh, of having just, you know, the smoke or whatever, like whatever the layer is, Above us is the blue sky and the Mm. blue sky is consistent. It's always going to be there. Um, The sun will always rise and always set and the moon in its time will show itself to us in full light and just noticing the things that are consistent um, and knowing that there is, you know, even though we have these little things in our lives that, that cause us to worry, we can be grateful and thankful for the things that are consistent in our lives and to really just sit back and appreciate those things, um, mm-hmm. even the consistency of family and the consistency of, of some friends, you know, just always mm-hmm. being there for us. And I think so, you know, just taking a different perspective and, and you know, not worrying so much, but just being appreciative of the little things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, I think so good. that's wonderful. And also this will be coming off. This will be our first holiday after the election, too. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. That could be mm-hmm. another potential place of worry is knowing, mm-hmm. you know, when you come together as a whole family, right? Odd, the odds that everybody in your family is either celebrating or mourning the election together mm-hmm. in the same way is pretty slim. Mm-hmm. But there probably are people coming right. from different places. Mm-hmm. Um, but choosing to say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about where the differences are. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to celebrate the things that are the same within our home and the things that are consistent in our relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. it is still my uncle so-and-so or my grandma, Mm -hmm. whoever, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And maybe even, you know, just being aware of that. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Okay. So I do wonder too, what for you setting a vision for a meaningful Thanksgiving, what is the meaningful Thanksgiving vision that you set Heidi for your family? Well, I, you know, talking about things that are consistent, just, just bringing a, an idea of being thankful and grateful for the things in our everyday lives, even the mundane, um, you know, being able to walk outside and see the flowers bloom or, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, the opportunity for our family to get together and to be together. Uh, I have a very, my extended family is, is far away from me. So I have to create my own Thanksgiving with friends. And so we usually, there's that fly again. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so we have um, we have friends that um, we get together with and celebrate Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it's just being appreciative of having a community and people that we can be with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, given given the current state of everything, and um, so just wanting to place that in my children. They're older now, but we've always done that where it's, you know, we need to be appreciative of who we're with and when we're with them because time is, you know, time is of the essence and tomorrow isn't plant, you know, isn't promised Mm -hmm. to us. So we just need to have those, those sources of appreciation Mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, connect with our family and friends in ways that, um, are maybe more meaningful than just, you know, a pass on the street or 
something like that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Being I think, intentional. I think too, this Thanksgiving, even more than others, will appreciate that gathering that we can have. Right. Because who would have known that we would have been on months of not yes. being able to gather, mm-hmm. that gathering would feel like yeah. a privilege, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. So Michelle, what about you? What do you think of when you think of having a meaningful Thanksgiving? Yeah, I, honestly, a lot of things that Heidi shared with us, you know, um, just focusing on the little things that really are the big things, you know, and just, um, I mean, I think of even like the origins of the holiday, the pilgrims, you know, they were so thankful to be together. They had been through so much. I mean, really, there's some, I guess you could say similarities, mm. it feels like through this year, you know, just um, we've been through a lot as a world and um and as a family and so really um creating a culture of doing that and at i've been trying to be uh i've been trying to do it every year where everybody has a placemat where they can write some things they're thankful for and um there was a year that i totally forgot they were there we were just all talking (laughs) and enjoying you know but trying to do those things and Mm -hmm. i mean at the very least we all go around and share one thing we're thankful for you know Mm -hmm. because it's just so important yeah um, I really like the idea of when we're going into Thanksgiving to talk ahead of time before the actual day mm-hmm. about why are we even celebrating this with mm-hmm. our kids? Mm-hmm. Cause then I think it makes it more meaningful because it reminds them of how much we do have to be thankful for mm-hmm. because we just take so much for granted. Yeah. We do. You know? really do. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm thankful for like all of the hardships of this year, but in a lot of ways, the hardships have made us more thankful in our home. Mm-hmm. That they've made us more thankful for things that we otherwise mm-hmm. didn't even consider as like a privilege yes. or an opportunity or something to be a blessing. And so it'll be interesting this year mm-hmm. hearing, because I know my mm-hmm. heart, I feel like I have a million more things to be thankful for. Even mm-hmm. just being able to sit yeah. with you guys is a blessing mm-hmm. and something that I wouldn't have been as thankful for, you know, a year ago at this right. time. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how that also translated to our kids, how they chose mm-hmm. thankfulness in ways Mm-hmm. that hopefully they caught that as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's I think it's a good opportunity for us also to listen to our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of a story that, you know, we get so busy and caught up. And a, a friend of mine was living in Prague at the time and they needed to get to the train. And so she's running with her daughter and just dragging her and like, let's go, we're going to be late. And her daughter just like yanked on her hand and said, Mommy, stop. And she said, well, what, you know, we have to go. And she said, look, and she pointed to the ground and on the ground was this beautiful mosaic mm-hmm. and her daughter just caught, caught her, you know, attention mm-hmm. and, and directed her to look at that and to notice. Mm-hmm. And I think we as moms get so caught up in just that busyness and the rush yeah. that when our kids, you know, bring us that little caterpillar or that little flower from the yard or whatever that we should really just stop and, and recognize and, and be grateful for Mm -hmm. those little things, you know, because we need that time to slow down. We're busy in different ways this Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. you know, really with, you know, like I said, just like the stresses of everything else, you know, but to really, it's differently draining. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. In a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's the activities, you know, the sports and the, the, yeah. the classes and all the things, you know, even work, you know, right. but I think that this year it's, we're busy in a different way and maybe mm-hmm. more in our minds than, mm-hmm. you know, actually physically busy. Yeah. And you I know. think you mentioned like when kids do things and I think trying to get in a habit at first, I think it seems so silly, but 
once you get in a rhythm of it, it doesn't seem silly anymore. Mm -hmm. Even saying those things out loud to Mm -hmm. them, like, wow, that's so beautiful. That caterpillar that you found, I am so thankful you found that. And look at the beautiful colors it has or whatever it is, but like Mm -hmm. giving them that vocabulary of thankfulness. Mm -hmm. Because if we just Mm -hmm. say like, oh, that's a nice caterpillar or, oh, cool. I'm so glad you found that. We should say that. Still meaningful. But when we actually give Mm -hmm. them the language of, Mm -hmm. wow, this is something to be thankful for or what a special thing that it's, it's instilling that in them. It's training them in that mm-hmm. vocabulary for their lives. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I think Thanksgiving is super important for children and for adults. Uh, I think both it has different important weights for, why do you think it's an important holiday to celebrate and go first, Michelle? Sure. Um, well, I love the placing of it in the calendar. Uh, I love Thanksgiving and I love Christmas Um, but it wasn't probably until I was just, I was older, I was an adult and even a parent that I really started appreciating Thanksgiving coming before Christmas, you know, Mm. because I mean, it's so easy to see how, you know, our culture and all of us to some extent have, um, created this more consumerist Christmas experience. That's totally the opposite of Thanksgiving, you know? Mm. And so, um, I think really spending some good time on Thanksgiving, um, being thankful that it just, it, you can't help it, but to continue, carry that over. you know, carry it over into Christmas. Um, so I don't know. I just love the placement of it. Cause I yeah. think it just goes mm-hmm. together. Well, and you yeah. could be intentional about that too. Yeah. I think rather than, cause when I think about preparing for holiday, mm-hmm. I think about the preparation that goes into it in advance. So yeah. like I said, like reading books, before like the week before or we'll do we've made we've done other activities to prepare Mm -hmm. our hearts to being thankful and then celebrating it on thanksgiving Mm -hmm. but what if we use thanksgiving even as a starting point yeah of saying let's Mm -hmm. intentionally focus on being thankful Mm -hmm. now for the next 30 days Mm -hmm. yeah and stage that'd be really a different a different tone going Mm -hmm. into christmas Mm -hmm. that's a great thought yeah what do you think heidi why do you think it's important well like I said before, for myself, just not being able to be with family that's far away, mm-hmm. um, but having, you know, having that community and it's a, a time to come together and be intentional and to mm-hmm. be thankful together. And I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, in our own families, maybe we can feel like we're alone and in, in certain mm-hmm. ways, but to be together and to acknowledge, you know, my thankfulness for them in yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I, you know, I just really appreciate those things, but I agree with what Michelle said. It's the, the placement of Thanksgiving is really perfect mm-hmm. because it sets the stage for Christmas. And I think a lot of times though, we tend to lose it, Yeah, you know, we're in yeah. this mode of being so thankful and so, you know, um, grateful for the things in our lives, but then, you know, the next day, <laughs> It's the to-do the, list. Yes, well, everything. it's the Black Friday sales yes. and like, you know, it just transitions yeah. into this like this, um, I don't know, maybe lack of gratitude, mm-hmm. but to mm-hmm. embrace, mm-hmm. to embrace the, the gratitude attitude yeah. and to keep it throughout Christmas, um, you know, until Christmas time. And, uh, I remember a few years ago, maybe, I guess maybe it's like 10 years ago now, there was a book that was published, um, 
by Ann Voskamp called 1000 Gifts. And she on her blog, I don't know if she does it still, but she had where it was, you would have your children write down three things that they were grateful for. Uh, based on a topic or a subject. So like three, you know, you would choose three things that were red that you were thankful for or three things that were fluffy that you were thankful for or whatever <laughs> it was. But to, you know, so if we if we maybe did those things with our kids to keep the idea, mm-hmm. it's simple. It's something you can do at the breakfast table or at the dinner table or even like a quiet time in the afternoon when you're sitting with your child, maybe one-on-one or you know, but even for yourself, just to write it down in a journal of what are the three things maybe that I'm thankful for today that I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't think of that I would be thankful mm-hmm. for, you know, it's something just sort of different. Um, but if we just keep that attitude of gratitude through Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. um, cause it really, again, like Michelle said, it's just the perfect placement. It really sets the stage for the holiday that's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So talking about the gratitude of being together as family too, and just that like mm-hmm. Thanksgiving being important because of that. Mm-hmm. Have you, do you think you've always had that with your family or do you think it's something that you built over time? I think it's something that I, as I got older, I recognized more. Yeah. I think when I was younger, I kind of took it for granted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd get together with my cousins and we'd play games and mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But I think as I've gotten older, uh, it's caused me to really pause and think about, cause you know, as I've gotten older, my family members, my aunts and uncles and, you know, grandparents are now gone and, and things like that. So I, you know, time carries on. And I think looking now, it's like, I really need to, I didn't appreciate it then. So I wish I would, I wish that I would have had that instilled in me to, to be thankful then Mm -hmm. for being, having the opportunity to spend with those family members And then, you know, so now, you know, we have family members that live far away, but to be able to, when we do see them, if we see them on Thanksgiving, you know, to just be grateful for that time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's really special that as moms that we get to create the tone in our homes. It's like a wonderful privilege. And Mm -hmm. also it can feel like this huge burden Mm -hmm. (laughs) of like responsibility, like how am I going to do this well enough? And Mm -hmm. I guess kind of like Michelle, maybe going back to one of those thieves, like perfectionism or comparison, am I going to do a good Mm -hmm. enough job? And am I going to be able to be a present enough mom? So let's look at getting into Thanksgiving kind of on the um, proactive side. So let's look proactively, like how are we going to fight against those thieves first, and then we'll Mm -hmm. talk about Mm -hmm. what are we going to do intentionally to make it a meaningful Thanksgiving for our family. So first, um, you guys both talked about kind of different thieves of joy. Do you want to go first, Michelle, about how you would try to fight against or prepare to be on guard against those thieves? Mm -hmm. I think for me, just, and this has come from (laughs) years of learning, but um, I think for me around certain holidays or traditions, I take it try to take a step back from social media for me personally a little bit, because, you know, if I remove that, then I'm removing the window into so many people's worlds that it's easy for me to do that. And it depends on my heart at the time. Sometimes I'm looking for ideas like, okay, I love what, you know, so it's kind of have to see where your heart's at. Um, uh, But I think, yeah, there's that. But also for me, I tend to see or think of a lot of ideas and then I end up yes. not doing them perfectly well. You know what I mean? And so I, one thing I've learned about myself, um, and maybe you can relate, but just pick one thing and do it well. So if it's every morning, like every morning during breakfast, I'm going to talk about 
we're going to all share three things. And if I focus on that one thing, then personally as a mom, like I'm creating that culture, that tradition, and it's doable and all It's not stuff. a burden. It's not, I don't have to order a mm-hmm. book or a whatever. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. I think just keeping it simple mm-hmm. um, if you're in that season. But hey, if you're really like, man, we're going to read this and this in this book or whatever, um, go for it. But I, I just, I've learned that about myself that I have to be gentle on myself as a mom, that mm-hmm. I'm not piling too much on myself to make me feel like I'm doing a good enough job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that also goes back to knowing yourself and knowing your kids too. Yeah. Of what really serves my children best. Yes. And I realize that like we have, we do, we have this one book that we've loved. It's an old fashioned Thanksgiving is what it's called. So if you haven't read it, you should look it up. <laughs> um, it's a real good, really good book. Um, and it's super sweet. And my kids have gotten in the habit that they know like that's a rhythm they can expect and they look forward to it. And one year we didn't do it and it was after Thanksgiving. They said, mom, we never oh. read our book. And I didn't know that it had become a tradition. It was just something we did. I yeah. didn't know that it mattered, but it did. And so picking things that like, this is special to them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things thinking about the like perfectionist thing also that I think that sometimes there's an expectation that something look a certain way and realizing that like how it's going to look here may not be the same way it looks somewhere else. And actually it may not even look the way the other people are showing it either. That mm-hmm. also may be real. Mm-hmm. Like it may look a certain yeah. way, yeah. but that may not be the real life of what it actually looks like. Um, but figuring out what things do matter to me mm-hmm. and then setting myself up mm-hmm. to actually do those things well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. What do you think? Because you mentioned the worry thief, Heidi. Mm-hmm. How would you fight against yeah. that or prepare for that? Yeah. Uh, wow. It's, you know, it's just, I think it would just have to be, you know, finding hope. I, you know, trusting, trusting that, you know, that you're, I don't know, I trusting that you're going to be cared for, trusting mm-hmm. that yeah. you're, you're going to, um, you know, you're not going to be robbed of those moments that are mm-hmm. special, yeah. um, you know, and maybe just, you know, this year being different, you know, you, you might not have family members that come together, but, you know, taking the time to reach out together with the people you are with, with others, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I think just like I was saying earlier about just find the consistencies. What, what do you know to be true Mm -hmm. and what is, what are the consistencies in life? Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's that friend who can listen to you and share life, or if it's the blue sky that you go out and look at every day, or it's the, you know, you can guarantee that your child is going to run in and give you a big, you know, peanut butter and jelly hug or whatever it is that you, you know, just take those, the moments to, to like, let the worry just wash away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, soak those in for sure. Okay. So then if we go on the intentional side of like, what am I actually doing to create a meaningful Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. One of the things that I realized that was important to my kids were certain food items. Mm. And we talked about, okay, what things really matter to you? Because, and I had to kind of also reset their expectations for that in realizing I can't do everything um, because I have a lot of small people and Mm -hmm. it's important to me that their hearts feel loved on Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving more than that we have, you know, eight different options of meal items Mm -hmm. that 
Everyone has their very favorite. So one thing I started doing a few years ago was finding out ahead of time what's important to you. So I could try to at least have one important thing for each person that this matters to them to eat. And especially if it could be like a breakfast and not Thanksgiving, like oh, lunch yeah. or dinner, mm-hmm. that would even be mm-hmm. ideal because then I can kind of divide mm-hmm. the cooking love, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then figuring out if there were ways I could make some of those things ahead of time mm-hmm. because of having all small children, I can't be standing, like there's certain things that require mm-hmm. in the moment prep that I just can't do. Mm-hmm. Right. But if it's something I could make ahead of time mm-hmm. and have in the fridge or the freezer so mm-hmm. then I can pull it out that morning and then put it in the oven mm-hmm. was yeah. a game changer for me because mm-hmm. then it allowed me to actually be mm-hmm. with them and also to set them up with some things that were fun for them mm-hmm. while I was doing the cooking. So mm-hmm. you mentioned Michelle having like Thanksgiving placemats. I covered our paper, our table in butcher paper and got out markers and crayons and said, all right, we are going to use this whole space to color things we're thankful for. So while I was in the kitchen, they were near me, but they were actually doing something that was Mm -hmm. meaningful and it was like feeding their hearts. And I mean, of course, like the baby colors on themselves, you know, (laughs) and like someone messes up and cries. So it's not all perfect, but it's moving towards the goal that I have. Mm -hmm. So. What about you guys? Any specific thoughts on what you would do to move towards a meaningful Thanksgiving of what your hearts are either? Did you have something? Well, I, I like what you said about making sure that each person feels, mm-hmm. you know, each child feels valued and, you know, like heard. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, having those, you know, what is important to you asking, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think I would say that that would be a way to move towards a meaningful mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is to, to hear each person and what their desire is and to give them that little gift of, you know, yeah, we will have, you, you know, our sweet yeah. potato casserole, or we will have that apple pie that you love so much, you know, and as a way of, you know, showing love and, mm-hmm. and acknowledgement for that, you know, little person or even the big person, you know, yes. you have your, you know, you, you know, we had a grandpa that always had to have his mashed potatoes and he would always make them. And so, it became a tradition for kid for my kids to have it. And then mm. once he passed away, they weren't there anymore. So I've taken on that tradition mm. of being able to provide that for them. That's beautiful. That's so. Well, guys, I know this is going to be so encouraging and just so applicable to so many moms. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. I appreciate it and yeah. can't wait to hear about your Thanksgivings. Yeah. Right, thank you. Thank you. God has so richly blessed us all. In this year, our gratitude for the little things has come back in ways it may have been lost over time. The little things have become the big things once again. It's almost as if we have an opportunity for a complete paradigm shift this holiday season. Starting now with Thanksgiving, let's intentionally focus on building a culture of gratitude in our homes. Find those things that are unchanging that God has blessed you with and speak your thankfulness for them out loud with your family. When listening or singing loudly to music with your children, say out loud, I am so thankful that God gave us music to enjoy together. Or when there's something in nature that catches your breath, such as a snow-capped mountain or the crunch of leaves beneath your feet, pause and thank the Creator for their beauty. Look at those beautiful mountains God gave us to enjoy today. Or, do you hear that? How kind that God made leaves to crunch beneath our feet every fall. It's important to say it out loud for you and your children to hear. Let's use this season to direct the hearts of our children toward gratitude. I want to invite you to join me in a gratitude challenge. Each day for the next couple of weeks, we'll be putting a new gratitude challenge out on our Instagram and Facebook. 
It will be almost like a scavenger hunt that you can do as a challenge with your children through the day. Maybe looking for something soft that you're thankful for or something sweet that you're thankful for. And then share the things you are thankful for on your social media with the hashtag SeekHolyLiving so we can share our hearts of gratitude with others. Choose to extend your gratitude past the Thanksgiving meal and use this holiday as a springboard of thankfulness that will go with us into the Christmas season and the coming year. May your mom heart be so filled with thankfulness and joy that it overflows to everyone you have the privilege to serve this holiday season. I hope you join us with our gratitude challenge at Seek Holy Living on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about reading aloud with children 